Welcome to the Zanbergen Report, where wealth strategies and pop culture collide, featuring your distinguished host and certified financial planner, Bart Zandbergen. Welcome to our show of dream chasers and wealth makers. We are thrilled to be back in the studio today with a new episode of the Zanbergen Report. I'm proud to bring in the movers, shakers, and difference makers who are passionate about sharing what they have learned and what you need to know today. Hello, and welcome to the show. Excited to be back in studio, and joining me today is my fellow advisor and also owner of Optimized Insurance Planning, Scott Heinela. Scott, thanks for joining me. It's a pleasure to be here once again, good sir. Once again. That's right. I am uh, very excited to talk about a concept that um, I think both you and I hold dear to ourselves, uh, the concept of discipline. And the reason I asked you to be part of the show is because I thought you and I could have a great conversation about what that means to us, how we implement that in our personal lives, our our fitness lives, our business lives. So that's what we're going to do today. Well, I appreciate that. But more, more than anything, I do commend you for um, scoring an A-plus in this category. <laughs> uh, with, all, with all joking aside, I, I do uh, admire your well, commitment that. to discipline and and staying in that routine and and it it being consistent and persistent as well. All of which we'll talk about, but I do appreciate you saying that. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Okay. I think I'm just laughing now. We were at a conference recently and I think you uh you uh, you might have joked about me a little bit with my speaking of discipline on my regiment of supplements. That well, of I course, but that's <laughs> that's that's all how those yeah. are terms of endearment uh, for of those course. that I truly love and appreciate. Yeah, yeah I took it as such as well. So, uh, one of the st- statements recently in one of my fitness program, one of the coaches, you know, she says, "Never take the work, never take yourself seriously, but take the work seriously." And that's, so part of that is yeah. me just having a good poke oh, and fun and having good fun with it is what what's, what is a very serious matter and yeah. you should but yeah. don't take yourself seriously. Yeah. None of us are that special. Right. Let's just be honest, let's set the ego aside and yeah. have a good good fun, have good fun and have a good time but put in the discipline, which is why we're having this conversation today. Honestly, if you didn't poke fun at me every once in a while, I would think you didn't like me anymore. Mhm. That's exactly right. You should begin to wonder. <laughs> that would be a great test. Um, you know, let's start with this. Um, I don't know where I heard this, but it's been part of my definition of discipline for many, many years. And it is, uh, definition is doing what others won't do to either be or have what others won't have. So let that settle in. So I want to double click on that. Let's How do, do you that. unpack that a little bit? Let's take that one segment at a All time. Right. So a lot of my references as I was prepping for this, um, because I think it's more universal, is just in the fitness world. You know, we could do business and family and all that, but I'm going to make a lot of fitness references. So doing what others do won't do so that you can be, so not just have, it's not just acquiring things, but so you can be or have what others won't have. Let's start with this. Get up every morning at a particular time and put the time in, put the work in, get mm-hmm. a workout in, right? If you do that and someone else is not doing that, you will have most likely a better health, a better physique, better longevity, you know, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I think that comes from. 
Another analogy would be let's in a in the sports world, hobby of mine, golf, right? Yeah. Where I'm, let's just say a ten or a twelve handicap, right? Okay. But for me to get to a six would require significant discipline, regular routine, work grinding through all of the the skill sets that would require me to reduce that right. handicap. So being aware of that and putting in the work, the hard work right. that is not fun. It is not something that you're excited to do other than the idea of getting to the other side and being a better golfer is what's exciting. But the question is, are you willing to, or do you have the discipline? Are we, are you willing and committed to putting in the work to get there? Most people are not. Agreed. And whether it's, it's regular health, uh, a particular sport like golf, you can apply to business, mm -hmm. right? Like think of someone who is in sales, right? And I, I've, I have the, um, I don't remember if I shared with you, I got cold called by a, by a new financial advisor recently. Yeah. Oh, wow. the last couple of months. You were once there. Yeah, I was. And so I was driving home. I remember I let him do his thing. And when he was done, I said, um, you know, um, I think Sean, let's say his name, Sean, uh, that was, that was, that was pretty good. Pretty good. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> cold call. Uh, did you know I'm a, I'm an advisor as well. And you know, I, he was, he got flustered for a second and then he came back with, what should I be doing? What should I do different? Tell me how we, we talked a bit. He knows now of my experience that like, how can I get to where you are? Great question. I thought that was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And he's called me back twice since then in the last six months. Oh, just wow. Checking in. That's great. But, um, that was a bit of a tan uh, tangent, um, putting in the work in his position, you know, new in sales, new in the industry, he's putting in at least 50 calls a day. Mm -hmm. He's going to be that much more successful than someone who just, you know, puts out a shingle and says, I'm a financial advisor and just sits there. And I would say everybody is aware of, let's call it what the X and O's are, the basics, yeah, the requirements of what I should be doing to get to where I want to be. In other words, 50 calls a day. Yeah. I understand that. 50 calls are going to equate to this many actual connections, which will yeah. equate then to this many new customers. Right. And that's how I'm going to grow my business. Am I disciplined enough to do it day in and day out? Yeah. And work through that grind? Because let's be honest, that's what it is. I would say with very, very rare exception, use sales and cold calling as an example. Yeah. What people actually wake up and they're like pumped to call strangers and get hung up right. on and rejected. And I think this is a good segue into the difference between discipline and motivation. What is the difference? Right. So I'll just, I'll answer that with an example and I'll go back to fitness. There are plenty of mornings where I wake up four in the morning. I'm not that motivated on mm -hmm. that particular day for whatever reason, maybe not feeling great. Maybe I had an event the night before, didn't get as much sleep for whatever reason. I'm still going to go. Mm -hmm. So I think the difference is doing something without the motivation in order to reach your, your goals. And so can I add, and this is a question, uh, maybe a little bit of a leading question. In those moments where you're begrudgingly going because of how you're feeling, your mindset, your mood, what have you, but you still go. And you still accept the fact that that's not that when you leave the gym that morning, I didn't put, I, I didn't produce a hundred percent. Right. 
that wasn't my best effort. That wasn't my best outcome. Right. But I, but 50%, 60% at the end of the day is significantly better than not doing anything and at better all. Better than zero. So doing something, right? Um, even if it's a light day, if it's a poor performance day, <laughs> you got to still commit to the fact that it's incredibly better than doing nothing at all. 100% agreed. And I think also being at peace with that, don't you think that a lot of people get frustrated with the fact that they think every day, like January 1's here, it's a new day, it's a new dawn, I'm going to achieve optimal fitness this year. And I go, pardon the language, balls to the walls. And I just grind myself out. And I'm yeah. so exhausted. I'm so fatigued. I'm so sore. I'm all those things. And that's not a recipe for success. That's not, that's not going to equate to longevity. No. Although I, <clears throat> I will challenge that with a respect I do have for there's people in my life where they, they try things. You know, it's, I, I'm going to eat better. I'm not going to say who it is in my life, but I'm going to eat better. I'm going to eat better and then fail. And then this person always comes back. I'm going to do it again on Monday. I'm going to start again on Monday. I have seen so many Mondays with this mm -hmm, person, mm -hmm. um, but she doesn't give up. She right. just keeps coming back. Okay. So I, I have some respect for that. Now, is this person's results as good as someone who is more consistent? Not even close. Right. But at least there is a will. Right. So that's a good question too. When it comes to discipline, is is the is everything's an ebb and flow? I have chapters in my life. I have things that are commitments and things of that nature, which yep. we should probably get to because I think that plays in discipline. Right. But use use just nutritional protocol as an example. If I go hundred percent hardcore for I don't know, pick that Monday. I start that Monday and I'm able to do it for ten days. Yeah. And then I let's call it a lapse. I fall off. Um, and then I go back to the subsequent Monday and I go for 10 days and I'm hundred percent again, but then I just completely fall off the wagon as opposed to the person who's saying, you know what? I can live with 70%, 70% of the time I can live eating a nutritional, healthy, optimal nutritional protocol. But I, the 30% of the time, and I'm just throwing out numbers. Yeah. Yeah. What's better. Yeah. Um, I don't have an answer, but I will answer your question or your comment with more comments. Um, I have, I have a personal opinion on that. And for me, I try to live at 80 to 90%. Okay. I'm not okay. saying it's the right way. Um, I will tell you there was a time in my life where I, uh, I was probably more closer to 95, 98%. Right. And then there's kind of a quality of life, you know, social life. And again, I'm, I'm right now talking about fitness, right. And other areas of my life. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, yeah. And I mean, obviously the higher percentage, the better, Yeah. but I think everybody too needs to know themselves and to yeah. find where their balance is, where their yeah. comfort zone is. What, at the end of the day, the discipline that I'm following, what has sustainability as well? Very critical part to them adopting whatever right. their discipline, disciplinary protocol is going to be. Yeah. The point of it all is it should be sustainable for the long term. Not these flashes here and there. That's and, my take. And that's the issue that I have. And I'm not saying that I'm correct, but that's the issue I have with, and I'm not going to say these are fads, but um, paleo, um, uh, uh, carnivore. Mm -hmm. um, again, I'm probably getting in trouble with like vegetarian. <laughs> I'm not saying that I, any one of these are bad, but how sustainable are any of these? Great question. And for some people, maybe they are. Find out what works for you. Yeah. Okay, moving on. And I think before we actually almost move on, I think there is there is a sweet spot 
as to how long you do something before you see a result. Mm-hmm. So in fitness and in business, so for, for, for the guy that's cold calling, that's his Sean, you know, if he's consistent for six months, he's going to have some traction and probably allow him to have a couple of off days mm-hmm. in fitness. You know, I think you need at least 60 days to see momentum, to have, you know, the, whatever your goals, let's say your goal is to, to lose weight and lose body fat. I think you need that momentum and your body to start utilizing fuel properly. 60 days is probably the sweet spot. Anything prior to that, you're probably starting back to zero or close to versus, hey, I had a small setback I can pick up, you know, after the weekend. Yeah, but that's a great point of having, uh, and we were talking about that a little bit before, of long-term goals. You know, what's my ultimate definition of success? Body fat is a good example. And what are some short-term milestones that I would want to hit so that I can continue on that path towards ultimate, the ultimate vision of, of success? And body fat's a great example of that. So I just finished, and I I shared it with you. I don't know if you got to it yet. Atomic Habits. I know it's a it's a classic. Yeah, it's great. And really, the takeaway is, you take a goal and break it into the smallest bites you can possibly think of, and every day you've achieved, you know, a step towards that goal. Mm -hmm. My old, (laughs) my kids have heard a million times is, "How do you eat an elephant?" Which is a large goal, Mm -hmm. right? Undertaking one bite at a time. That's right. And so I, I think it kind of follows that that concept yeah i have to have i have to have short-term recognition for myself so that i can continue on the path yeah yeah um you know i think what might drive people as well some more than others is you know what is what is the why behind it why like you might ask me why why is health and fitness so important to me uh and for someone else maybe why is um financial success so important to you what drives that why and i think if if one has a strong why that is a great driver for the willpower that's necessary to have the discipline in order to meet the goal mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point yeah, yeah it's interesting uh, you know well another analogy using golf earlier okay why do you why do you want to be a better golfer and then the other question of that is we only have 24 hours in the day yeah. Where does that prioritize in all the other things that I want to accomplish in life? And something has to give. I right. can't I can't do it all. And so I have to make pretty important decisions based on what's going on in my life and prioritize what I what I ultimately want to achieve, financial success. Well, if 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 I really, really want how much financial success do you want? If you're going to choose certain elements of that, then there are other side elements of your business. Maybe it is your health that takes yeah. a backseat for a t- period of time. I'm not saying it's right. I'm right. saying, you, you know, you got to make the best decisions for yourself. Yeah. But I find that interesting. Um, we all know that we all have 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And how many times have you heard someone say, oh, I, I again, I'm going to use fitness and work out again. Oh, I didn't have time. I don't have time to work out. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to work out. Well, how many hours a day do you have? Same number of hours I have. That's right. So if it's important, I'm not saying to this person, whoever it might be, you should work out. You know, I think everyone should have health as a, you know, a goal, right? For many obvious reasons. But well, it should be a pillar in everyone's day, week, month. Yeah, it's part of our... Not trip. the most important thing, but one of your foundational pillars because without health, what yeah, does money have, matter? What is... Well, as we know, it's part of our true wealth. It's the first pillar. 
You don't. You don't say. Life. You don't say. It's funny how that blends in, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think you're. You, you make a good point, and if we merge those points, are we all have the same number of hours a day? You prioritize what's important, and you make the time. Well, and what happens is people are. It, it's a combination of probably rationalization. It's the also decision making process. Well, if it's simple, right? I can get up at four and go work out, or I can choose to sleep and have coffee and sit. At the table and scroll my internet and next thing you know i've burnt an hour and a half and yep. you could have put in a good 20 minute sweat right that's a heck of a lot better than not doing anything at all right so you could have let's say tick the box right adequately well doesn't need to be an hour and a half two hour long process yeah go bust your hump for 20 minutes and move on with your day and you could pl- apply the same thing to golf right that's an extra 20 or 30 minutes of hitting balls at a, at a driving range mm-hmm. or putting in your backyard. You could use it to business. One could get up a you know, half hour earlier and read something with business, prepare for the, the day, who's going to call, who they're going to meet with. So I think that that same um, system applies to whatever. 100%. And, you know, in sales, you could fumble through 20 sales outbound cold calls pretty easily. Yeah. And you may fumble through them initially, but every time you make – 20 cold calls or set aside 20 minutes to make, I promise you this, you will get better. Yeah. You know, you will become more proficient. Yeah. Right. Like in golf, like in fitness, you will become stronger. Yeah. Your capacity will increase. (laughs) You will feel better, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But stick to it. Um, you know, I've, you know, I've learned over the years that one way to help meeting goals, helping with implementing discipline is effective routines. And um, some have said that I might be, shall I say, OCD or very committed to particular routines. <laughs> um, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> I'm not going to poke at me on that one. Um, but I do think that that is one of the recipes for for success and whatever it is that 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 is driving you, whatever goal, business family right part of my routine is make sure I schedule a family night make sure i have in my you know i time basically i time block all my mm-hmm. workouts are in my schedule um date nights are in my schedule time with my kids you know my grown kids i have the bigs and i have the little are in the schedule so it's there it's a routine mm-hmm. yeah and for me and so takeaway there is if it's not in the calendar it's it doesn't happen um, yep. for me in my life, just being honest, as much as I really, um, try to be organized, disciplined, there's just a lot going on. Um, not that it's an excuse because it's not, it's, my point is it's not perfect and that's okay. It doesn't yeah. need to be perfect. Yeah. Uh, but I am committed to, and continuing to work on, uh, let's call it optimization, right? Recognizing that you do make mistakes. There are scheduling conflicts. There yeah. are things in your day. Sometimes the unforeseen happens. That's okay. Yeah. Hit the reset button. Yeah. Wipe that slate clean, slate clean. Don't let it happen next time. Yep. You know, that's the way it goes. <clears throat> yeah, I think that falls under, um, you know, one of the topics I had here is motivation and resilience. Um, you know, you know that I had that injury last year. Yeah, it knocked me back a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. Oh, I saw you climbing steps. <laughs> it's fine. You get back up. You know, and well, you get after it. Three months ago, could you climb steps at all? Uh, six months ago, no. Three months ago, yes. Okay. Yeah. So. You're still not springing up 
the stairs. Not springing up the no. stairs. But I, you're I doing it and yeah. you're seeing progress. Yeah. Let me ask you, how demoralizing for you personally was that? And what did you, if anything, needed to go through that was like abnormal to yeah. say like, yeah. gosh, this is, I, I can do this. Yeah. Pep talk yourself. This was probably the most interesting uh, setback I've had because of mindset. Um, and just for those who don't know, it's it'll be a year on Thanksgiving where I had a, a hiking accident that um, caused a ruptured uh, quadricep tendon. So basically my knee, I was in a, I had surgery and my leg was in a full straight uh, brace for three months. And without exception, everyone that knew me came up, oh, I'm so sorry, this might be so hard for you because you know we know how active you are. And for whatever reason, I had already in my head, I fast forwarded, this is where I'm going to be in a month. This is where we're going to be in three months. This is where we're going to be in six months. So I was already living that in my mind. Future tense. Future tense. Mm. And then I also realized, look, it's one leg. That is, you know, legs are longer and bigger. So let's say that's that's 15% of my entire body. Mm -hmm. I can still move. I did aerobic stuff with my upper body. I still did other things. I was in the gym seven days after surgery and haven't stopped. So... Um, where there's a will, there's a way. And that will, there's a way, and then mindset. Mm -hmm. If this had happened 15, 20 years ago, and I've, I've had small little injuries, yet it was kind of, you know, poor me, woe is me, and, you know, feel sorry for myself. But I was just in a different place this time around. So much more distinguished, mature, yeah. wise. Comes happens with a gray beard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I think there's a very, very important lesson to learn there, right? We're all human. Accidents happen. Devote yourself to the big picture. Yeah. I also will, you know, we joke about OCD and things like that. On the flip side of that, there, I really can appreciate, and I think anybody can appreciate that in sometimes just the more organized I can be, the less chaos is, and subsequently to that simple you can make a good argument that simple is better um yeah you know that look what's most important to me in life and there's always going to be noise options to do this options to do sure. that request to go here request to go there enter into this new business paradigm and this new revenue model and there's always potential distractions and for many people, it's very easy to give into those because new for many people, new is exciting. Doing the same old thing isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so on the flip side, I really respect the fact that you know who you are and th this is what's most important to me. And I'm very uh, comfortable with the fact that this is where I ultimately, you know, this is the life I live. Right. Yeah. And I think that really leads into another um challenge that we all face uh is procrastination right it kind of mm. blends in there i'll you know it's too big of a task i'll put it off later it's it's too much weight to lose it's too many calls to make it's whatever you you know you fill in the blanks um you know one of the things i learned from atomic habits was the two minute rule right what can i do in two minutes to get me closer to the end goal mm -hmm. remember it's the small bite it's a small bite of the elephant you could That's do anything time. for 120 seconds that's what I'm saying. Right. And the other thing I learned about was called the Eisenhower matrix. I know it's kind of a business oriented where it's a, it's a matrix of four boxes. And these are the things, uh, and there's different 
methods to this, but these are the most important things that I need to do today. These are things that I can delegate. Oh, yes, yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's super helpful. And again, any aspect of uh, whatever your goal might be. Right. So like urgent, important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Urgent, not important. Right. Um, what's the other one? Not urgent, not important. Yeah. So that never gets done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that that's a good life example to walk through because I think yeah. it, at least for many people, it's like the question is, where do I start? What I always suggest is it's easy to identify the things that you really, really love or enjoy doing or what you ultimately would love to achieve. And there's also yeah. the very, in many cases, it's easier to say, these are all the things that I really don't want to be. Yeah. I really don't like doing. Okay. We'll start with all the things you don't like or you don't want. Yeah. You know, and through process of elimination, what you're going to start to see is some clarity of what it is you can do, where it is you want to go, what it is you want to achieve. Right. And maybe you need a little help. Some people don't really know how to articulate a routine. How, where do I start? Yeah. And I think that plays right into probably our last um, item on this is accountability and support. Right. So there are coaches, there are, you know, in training, you can get a training partner, one who is expecting you to be there at a particular time every mm -hmm. day. You could get a training coach that is, that you're paying for that's mm -hmm. going to be there whether you're you're going to pay for whether you're there or not in business there are business coaches uh, in business there are like like you i consider you as one of my you know business peers and and confidants we share ideas and thoughts and of and course a trusted confidant who trusted confidant can trusted call you out on your yeah baloney that's right yeah i mean what else am i good for if not if nothing <laughs> else right <laughs> So I to that end, how, where I my takeaway is, look, a couple of things. There's plenty of technologies out there that exist in fitness routine protocols that you could just plug right into. You don't even need to think about it. You just need to be committed to doing. Um, there's all kinds of technologies. There's technologies that help you count your you know, macronutrients and yeah. depending on how detailed you want to get. Invest in yourself. What that means is invest in a coach, invest in a mentor, find a mentoring network, make an investment it will cost money yes uh, for sure for but sure yeah just commit to that agree to that uh and find out what works best for you a good friend of mine she had two children in pretty short order lost a bunch of or gained a bunch of weight and was just down in the dumps and it really affected her whole overall psyche and she realized that and she accepted the fact that you know i really just don't know much about how many calories and carbs, proteins are in this piece of food? So um, what am I going to do? Because I really know that I need to fix this. I need to be disciplined. I just maybe don't know how to be disciplined. So I'm going to hire a nutritionist. And that nutritionist is going to track exactly what I eat. I take pictures of the, the, the food items, the labels. And okay, that's fine. But that's how you're going to accomplish that goal and stay disciplined to it. So figure out what works for you. Yeah, yeah. There is one more category that I want to talk about. Okay. Within the, and kind of in closing. And without sounding kind of bizarre, but I think mindfulness and self-reflection is also super helpful in, in these, these kind of bigger long-term goals. And I'll give you an example. About 20 years ago, and I've shared this with you before, so it's not new for you. About 20 years ago, I created something called a statement of vision. Mm -hmm. Not a vision statement, statement of vision. And through that statement of vision, which is two pages, which happens to be laminated in my shower, 
so that I can read it every day. Um, I read it as if everything in there is already accomplished. Uh, my business has done this and is at, at this level of uh, success and how many people that I've helped. I have a vacation home that the whole family uses. My kids are doing well and so on and so on. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, uh, the last one, without sounding corny, um, it used to say at my 75th birthday, but as I've gotten older, 20 years later, I've moved it to 90th. Okay, wow. <laughs> so on my 90th birthday, I'm walking along the beach in front of my house, holding my wife's hand, holding Tina's hand. At the end of the walk, we go to the house where my friends and family are there, and we cut. It's Did I say it was my, on my 90th birthday? 90th birthday, yeah. Because yeah. so, yeah. 75 is way too close. Way too close. <laughs> and, uh, friends and family are there. We cut the cake, and we enjoy the cake. So you want me to unpack that for you? Yes. Okay. Nine years old, walking along the beach, I've got some health. I'm walking along the beach in front of my house. I have some level of financial mm -hmm. stability where I have a house that's close to the beach. Mm -hmm. uh, my wife's holding my hands. They're still she still kind of likes me, mm -hmm. right? And uh, my friends and family are waiting for me in the house. I've still got a close-knit There you go. Love that. That's my closing Amen to you. Vision. So creating that, you know, you and you can do that with um, that happens to be a strong personal goal of mine. But with with uh, fitness, with business, with relationship, with family, each one of those has a paragraph in my statement of vision. So I'm constantly thinking about that to create it. I challenge all the listeners to create such a document, a statement of vision for themselves. Let's do that. Absolutely. Consider yourselves challenged. Done. <laughs> so I'm gonna. Are we done? So I think we're done, and, and when shall I expect yours? Good question. <laughs> Very soon. January? New sure. Year? Yeah, 100%. I wrote mine in, 100%, de I wrote guarantee. Mine in December. I sat on the beach. Make it be known right here, right now. I commit that to you and everybody listening. D2, you got that? She does, Daniel has it. I would say I'm probably 80% of the way there. I've been working on that with a shift that we have in our business and just life significant life changes I've had over the last few years. Uh, but I could polish it a little bit. Um, I would, I would, I would ask you, has yeah. it, has it refined itself over the, well, it you has. just said oh, it did. Sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. You're not walking on the beach at 75. Oh, you're now 90. Yeah. That's so 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. very good. Thank you for well, having me. This was time well spent. It was. Thank you so much for, for your help, for sharing. Some gems of wisdom, hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Start well, by taking a bite. Take a bite of that elephant. Absolutely. Perfect. All right. If you have any questions or want to talk more about it, feel free to reach out. In the meantime, thank you for tuning in. We look forward to being back in the studio next week. Cheers. Cheers. Tune in next week for the latest edition of the Zanbergen Report, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Catch up on our recent shows by visiting podcast.bartzanbergen.com. The Zanbergen Report is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Interested in being a featured guest on our show or have a question you'd like to hear us answer? Email podcast at bartzanbergen.com. The contents of this podcast episode do not constitute an offer of securities or a solicitation of an offer to buy securities and may not be relied upon in making an investment decision related to any investment offering Access Wealth Management LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. 
Access does not warrant the accuracy or completeness of the information contained herein. Opinions are our current opinions and are subject to change without notice. Prices, quotes, rates are subject to change without notice. Generally, investments are not FDIC insured, not bank guaranteed and may lose value.